Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it's a big day here on VSIN as we open up a new week here on the Lombardi Line. VSIN's Pro Football Betting Guide is ready to download. So 115 pages, it's incredible. I was going through it this morning. It's really our college football betting guide is beyond reproach. This is unbelievable information you're going to need as a better. The only way to get access is to become a full-time VEASAN subscriber. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe right now. The other news is we're just two weeks out from Buffalo, the Bills, Michael Lombardi, and the Rams opening up just a couple of miles down the road from we me We kick it How off you doing? two weeks. We got 14 days. Good to see you, Patrick. Yes, yeah, it's good. good. 14 days. We get to kick it off. I'm excited. You know, there's certain things you have to you get excited about every day. You know, there's certain things you have to have in your life. You've got to see certain things every day, and football's one of them. You know, you got to see it. You got to feel it. You got to <laughs> be around it. It's awesome. I'm excited. Well, Michael, back in the comfortable confines of Ocean City, New Jersey. I'm freezing okay, in let, here. They got the air conditioner on like eight, like 61. I feel like I'm in Antarctica over here. Like, oh my <laughs> God, they're going to kill me. <laughs> Well, you wore a tank top to work to show off the guns, it appears. Um, well, before... I, I, I got to get my sweater out. I mean, where's Mr. I, I, I feel like I feel like Mr. Rogers. I got to go over and put my sweater on and sneakers and take my shoes off. I mean, it's cold. OK, I'm going to take the I'm going to take the bait. When you wake up, what are the three things that motivates Michael Lombardi daily? Give me three things. Come uh, on, let's have some fun. Uh, well, I think you got to journal every single day. You got to motivate yourself through what you, because you, you write, writing leads you to doing that. I think learning about football motivates me every day uh, and, and doing those things and kind of studying the game, watching tape, doing that and reading something good, profound in your family life. I mean, that's always so important, you know? Okay, those are the three you nailed things. it. That's an A-plus answer right there. Journaling does Thank lead you, to discovery. Uh, quickly, as we get the show started, we don't have to delve into it too much, Michael Lombardi, but let's talk about the big news. Chet Holmgren, number two oh, overall we pick there about Oklahoma my man. City. Liz we got to talk about my man. Yeah. The right I mean, did foot, I predict man, this or so what? he's out. Did I call this or what? I mean, like, like I, I don't want anybody to get hurt. But that guy, when I was at the 49ers, we had this player named Todd Shelley. He was a linebacker from BYU. And they nicknamed him Crystal. Because he was – the reason they named him Crystal was because he was so expensive and he was always hurt. And they didn't want to call him Glass because Glass isn't expensive. So he became right. Todd Crystal Shell. And, I mean, I just – I worry about Holmgren's physicality. Can he hold up? I mean, it's a tough sport to hold up in. I know it's one year. Okay, we'll, we'll check back. Seven foot, 195 pounds, a little bit of a freak accent, but I think you're onto something. Liz Frank in the right foot. So Chet Holmgren, the number two overall pick, he's out, which is a kind of a bummer for the team because he played really well in the summer league. Oh, I mean, I, I, I'm not going there. You're not getting me down that road. I'm not okay. going down okay. that rabbit hole. I'm All not right. going down that he played good in summer league. I mean, how many – it's like making the, you know, like OTA days who played good. Like the, there was no contact. There's nobody was playing with any physicality. I'm not going there. You're not getting me there. Dude, there is, I kind of slept on your boy's nickname. Crystal is not what you want your teammates to dub you. <laughs> that no, guy's nickname of course not. Worst. I know that you didn't react to that. I kind of thought maybe I didn't deliver it well <laughs> no, enough. I, I got to no, get on my game here. It's hilarious. <laughs> 
No, now, I mean, they called the him other, Crystal. I could still see yeah. Dwight Clark. Is Crystal coming out today to practice? Not, you know, not, is Crystal, what, you, not what you want. Not what you want. You know, and I, I remember I, I, I was too young. I didn't understand it. So I remember asking Eric Wright, the, 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 the corner from Missouri, great, great human being, Eric Wright. I said, E, how come they call him Crystal? He said, he, too expensive to call glass, man. <laughs> I don't know why that's got me. I love that. Uh, Tyron Smith. So this is big news as well. So remember, Makai Becton is out for the year with the avulsion fracture. So it was reported they had the hamstring come off the bone yesterday in practice for Smith. Today it's being reported it's the same injury that's going to keep Becton out for the year. This is huge for the blind side there with Dak. Well, I think it's also huge for the run game, too. See, what I think most people don't truly understand about left tackle play in the National Football League is it's really when you get a great left tackle that can run block, when you get somebody like Jonathan Ogden that can knock you off the ball, or when Becton was playing really well and he was in there and he could just take these lighter ends and throw them off and go five, six yards. You know, the running game in Dallas is significantly better on the left side because of Smith. He can run block. He's physical. It's not just necessarily the pass blocking. So now are they going to move Tyler Smith outside the guard and then move Connor McGovern into left guard and keep and keep Steele at left right tackle? You know, this is what they drafted Smith eventually to become the left tackle. Now he's 6045, which is good enough. That's enough. He's got 34 and a half inch arms, which is well enough. He's got 10 and three quarter hands. Al Davis would have loved them, Patrick. Oh, those mm. big claws could have punched somebody. Mm. But anyway, it, it would have been great. But I don't know. You know, I think. Are they? Is it too early in the pre? Is it too early, late in the preseason to move him out there? I think this is the end of Smith's career. There's no way he can't stay healthy. He hasn't stayed healthy since 15, so he's not going to stay healthy. You know. And what was the one injury you and I have talked about all the time that was Dallas couldn't get, and we knew it was coming. Yep, offensive Smith. line and specifically tackle. You nailed it. Yep. Yep. I mean, think about this. This was a position of strength for years, and all of a sudden it's become their biggest question mark. I mean, there are questions up and down that front now. No doubt. And, and, and you know, there's questions at running back, a question at receiver. See, I think they're going to move Pollard into Fair. receiver, you know, and let him be that slot guy, move him around. They can't keep Pollard next to McCarthy. He's too good of a player, right? right. He's a playmaker. So, I, I, to me, I, I think that there's a lot of moving pieces, and I don't trust that offensive staff to figure this moving pieces out, starting with Kellen Moore. And then, of course, if McCarthy, you know, like if he would call the plays, you're going to have to help the left tackle now, no matter who's over there. Yeah, I think, a, you know, since we're a betting network, not to interrupt you, I apologize. No, please. But I think, to me, I, I think Fly Eagle Fly is going to sing even louder now. Well, I just updated the number in division with the Eagles at DraftKings. They're plus 160, 20-set uh, difference there. Dallas Cowboys plus 140. So still your favorites in division. The Eagles, by the way, I, <laughs> as you settle in back at home after a long time on the road, I, I pulled something for you, and I'm just going to tell you off the jump, and then we can talk about it later. Uh, did you hear what Sirianni said about Jalen Hurts yesterday in practice? Great practice. Unbelievable. No, best ever. It's a sensation. Best ever. Best ever. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, of course it is. Why wouldn't you say that? I bet you I would raise you a Tua practice yesterday. I read on Twitter Tua was having a great one yesterday, too. Mm, mm. Uh, well, Alabama. I mean, a big I day for Alabama. Your, they... I see your Hurts great practice. I raise you a Tua great practice. Actually, now, news because they – please, please, as bettors, and we're getting ready to – got two weeks before we turn in our bet, all that. Don't buy the hype. Don't buy it. Ignore it. Let it go in one ear and out the other, please. Don't get caught up. So week three of the preseason, Michael gets kicked off tonight. Now, again, you and I have been discussing almost the approach. Some coaches more pragmatic. Some have been building towards week three. You got Green Bay, Kansas City, perennial Super Bowl contenders. This one opened Kansas City a point and a half. It's moved to a point and a half to Green Bay's way. That's pretty simple. Uh, probably not going to see Mahomes. If so, maybe a series. And it looks like we've heard for a while now Aaron Rodgers will be playing tonight in Kansas City. Yeah. So that's the reason for the move there. No doubt. And, I mean, look, when you look at the preseason and you look at the Chiefs, Andy Reid's given his starters, offensive line starters, you know, his players some reps. So if he backs off now, I, I wouldn't be surprised by this at all. Because, I mean, he's given them he's given them the time that he needs for the preseason, so now's the time to back it off. Whereas Green Bay hasn't really getting that reps and they got two weeks to go, 
It'll be interesting. They activated Bakari. Will they play him tonight? That's going to be interesting to see. Will they do that? You Any know, questions? will they go and let, you know, yeah. will they play well, him? Those two tackles in Green Bay, right? There's questions there with the two tackles yeah. in Green Bay. I Billy mean, Bakhtiari. Yes, Bakhtiari, right. yeah. He's had yeah, a hard so, time staying healthy as well. Right. So I, I think, you know, to me, I, I I think I believe this in my heart. I don't care what any analytical people. You got to play offensive linemen. You're just not going to get ready for the for the season if you don't play your offensive line or defensive line to a degree. They just won't be in shape to handle the heat, the humidity, the constant pounding that's going to happen. So Reed said, Michael, quote, we'll see when talking about the starters, you know, in Mahomes has looked awesome. Touchdown, touchdown drives on all three possessions. Uh, in the preseason. What's interesting for me, and I did some digging today, so Chad Henney, you would assume, is going to be the backup there, but Shane Bouchelle is, is being given every chance mm -hmm. to win that mm -hmm. back. Remember, Henney's, what, 37 years old, and we've seen a preponderance of Bouchelle here in the preseason. Yeah, I, and I think one thing about Andy Reid, now Andy Reid is one of those people that Bill Walsh talked about. He can evaluate the quarterback and he can coach him. Remember Walsh said there's not very many people on planet Earth that can do that. Andy Reid's one of them. He can do that. And he's given Bouchelle the reps for a reason. Now, what, does that mean he's going to make him the two, maybe, and put Henny as the veteran practice squad guy? That could do that, too, is, you know, just to make sure. you got to almost have three because if you lose one, you're in really trouble. So it, it, it's a problem. But I get the sense that they're grooming this Bouchelle kid who's not the strongest of arm guys, but he fits what Andy wants to do in terms of his rhythm, his ability to read and react. He's undersized. You know, when they drafted him or signed him as a college free agent, you know, I think they felt like they could get him going. Remember, he was a kid that went to Texas and transferred to SMU. He was a highly recruited kid, one of those mm -hmm. five stars, Eight stars, who the hell knows? I don't know. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> if you got eight stars, that's pretty impressive. Well, By I, the way, we, I mean, I spent yeah, the week in Arizona. I was telling this. I heard you, Matt Santa. I was telling this to, to, to the podcast. We were doing it. You know, the, the, these five star, three stars are like a dumping ground. Everybody's a three star. Like, like, like you, it's like everybody becomes a three star. Like, what's a five star? Bell is a three star. Bell is a five-star. Bell is a nine-star. I tell you that right now. <laughs> no <laughs> Just doubt. ask her. Okay, so a yeah, yeah, couple things no as doubt. we settle in. It's nice to be back with you a new week here on the Lombardi line. One, during the break, get yourself a turtleneck. And two, oh I'm going to tease I'm going to tease everybody. You know, Lombardi was hanging out with my guy, Bill Belichick, at those joint practices in Henderson, Nevada. I'm going to hold <laughs> off on what you took from the joint practices. And the only question I have, don't answer it now, is did he ask about me? I'm just he playing. Did. He did. He did. <laughs> we, come, we come back. St. Michael is hanging out, obviously, with the Raiders and Patriots at the joint practices there in Vegas. We're coming back with San Francisco, Houston, week three of the pre. Michael Lombardi, Patrick Maher right here on the Lombardi line. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes, so you're going to see the changes right there in front of you. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter better. And remember, while you're over there, the NFL Guide dropped today over 115 virtual pages. Very easy to navigate. Become an all-access subscriber when you go check out the splits. Michael Lombardi, back in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. This is Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. We were just talking to Santos. He got over a 24-hour bug. I bring that up, Michael Lombardi. Glad Matt mm-hmm. is feeling better. But the Dolphins and Eagles, non-COVID-related, canceled their joint practice today because of some sort of stomach virus, maybe food poisoning. I, I bring it up because that final preseason game in Miami for the Eagles and Dolphins up on Saturday, it's unaffected as far as the status for now, but something for a gambler to take note that Miami's been under the weather. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, for them to cancel practice, it obviously is spreading through the team and they're worried about it. You know, could it be COVID? You know, we haven't talked. There has been no COVID cases that we've heard of or talked about in the NFL. It's kind of disappeared. So, you know, they're calling this uh, some type of flu. I don't know. But I do know that uh, I think what we have to see is, is hopefully that, you know, that this doesn't enter into a COVID realm and people are because this stuff is going around. I mean, it hasn't stopped. One thing we haven't, one thing we know is whatever number you have on the over of COVID, you've won because COVID isn't going away. No, but we are seeing, even we just talked to Matt, his is non-COVID related Miami. You like to see as soon as they announce an illness, you like to see non-COVID related to start off the sentence. It's the best way to put it with that. So Philly, Miami on Saturday, Michael, that number open Miami two and a half has been hit, starting to light up a little bit going Philly's way because of the announcement of the bug floating around that Dolphins locker room. Again, joint practice has been canceled for today, which is uh, unfortunate because when McDaniel has to come out and say Tua is the greatest of all time based on his last workout, and then Sirianni has to come over the top and say Hertz had his best practice of his lifetime. These are two coaches trying to one up public perception, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, like seriously, do you, if they're great, do you, does any? Do they, you remember anybody saying Brady had his best practice? No, I don't. I mean, do you remember that? I don't remember that. I don't like, think I there's don't a remember. need for that. Yeah, I mean, like, do you need to say it? Like, let's just watch them. Let, let's let's watch them when we know there's a game and there's things going on and it's not staged. Let's watch that and see how they do, and we'll 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 take it from there. We'll make our. I mean, look, if Hertz is great, I think the Eagles walk away with the East. If Hertz is like he was last year, I think they'll win the East. You know, and they'll struggle in the playoffs. I mean, I don't think it's that complicated. Michael Lombardi, two two and O teams kickoff week three tonight after Green Bay and Kansas City. That's San Francisco and Houston. San Francisco's laying three to three and a half in the game. What's important here is the Niners are laying five and a half in the first half. Why? Your boy Kyle Shanahan said essentially he's going to play some starters, most likely just the first half, if that much. So Trey Lance is going to get some time. Davis Mills also going to get some time. You know, these are two teams specifically San Francisco at the running back position and Houston wide receiver, three running backs. These are two teams that are still looking to close out their rosters in particular, the young Texans. 
Yeah, no doubt. The Texans, look, they need to get their offensive line to play at a higher level. They've invested in the offensive line. I haven't seen it. You know, Mills started to play a little bit better last week. they got to get Kenyon Green to play at the level. Tyron Hill, the right tackle. I, I think, And this is a great opponent to go against, San Francisco, because that defensive line is good. It's physical. It's the perfect opponent to, to play in the preseason. It'll, you'll match, you have to match their physicality. We'll see how good this Damon Pierce kid is from Florida, who they picked in the fourth round. You know, he's going to be their lead running back. I'm anxious to watch more of him as he's going through. He's looked good in the preseason. You know, he wasn't good enough to play much at Florida, but boy, he sure looks good enough to play for the Texans. Yeah, you got that first half number five and a half on the 49ers, probably more indicative of what you'd see in a full game if this were regular season. Maybe you'd see the 49ers up to six-ish. Um, one thing I will say about Houston, be careful, because Driscoll has been great in the second half to yeah. come from behind fourth quarter wins in the preseason. See, you have to take note of that when betting the preseason. Understand the way that these coaches are going to play these games out. That's important here. Yeah, and I think, you know, look, I, I think if you're Kyle Shanahan, I, I think you got to give Trey Lance some reps here. I, I really do. I think you got to get him some confidence, get him going, get his offensive line going. you got two weeks off before you play Chicago, and, and, and it's a good opponent because, look, let's face it, Lovey is going to play the similar scheme to what Eberflus is going to play in Chicago. It's different but similar. They're from the Rod Marinelli School of Defense, the, Lovey, the, the, the Tony Dungy School. So it gives you a chance to really work on some things you want to work. You're not going to show the game plan, but it gives you a chance to work on some things. You know what's interesting about the 49ers? I mentioned that running back competition. So you've got Elijah Mitchell and, and Juszczyk, your boy the fullback there, but behind them, I mean, think about the depth, and Shanahan loves to run the football. Wilson Jr., Trace Sermon, Davis Price, Hasty, Mason. Like, there are decisions to make at the running back position, and you want to run in a Shanahan offense. Yeah, no doubt, and and they've been able to find. I mean, Hasty's a kid that comes in. It was kind of like their nickelback, you know. And they get Elijah mm-hmm. Mitchell in the sixth round. Jeff Wilson's a college free agent. You know, they spend a third round pick on Sermon, and will Sermon make the team? They spend another third round pick on Davis Price. So is he going to make the team? You know, how's this all going to pay out? I think Hasty's the odd man out. If I'm a team and need a running back, I'm going after Hasty. I think Hasty's a good player. I think Hasty's a really good player. I think he could help another team if, if San Francisco. I think San Francisco's concerned from talking to people around the league. They're trying to upgrade their offensive line. I think they're trying to improve their offensive line, especially at guard. They've got Spencer Buford, the kid they drafted in the fourth round. They're playing right guard right now. Is Brendel going to be able to hold the, the offensive line, the, the, the center position? And Aaron Banks is a kid they drafted in the second round last year. You know, the big guard from Notre Dame, can he come in and play for them? I think their tackles are set, but the inside is what they're looking for. I would not be surprised if they made a trade to get an offensive lineman. Take a look at the market on San Francisco 49ers. They're at BetMGM sitting 9.5 on the win totals. Again, important to shop. I'll take a look at DraftKings. They've got the 49ers sitting at 10, 110 up and down, so that number's not moving. Of course, you got to pay some juice at BetMGM on that 9.5, $1.40 to the over. One thing we do know their defense is going to be ridiculous. Their defense really, is going really to be good. ridiculous this year. Yeah. I mean, and because they're so good at developing defensive linemen or getting defensive linemen to play at a higher level than they were, like they signed this Kerry Hyder Jr. kid who played pretty good for Detroit. Then he went to Seattle, not so good. They'll get him to play at the level he played at Detroit. I mean, it's just kind of interesting how they're able to get some of these defensive linemen. They've got a defensive line coach who's a lion tamer. I mean, he can go in there and coach them and get them to play. And Kinlaw looks like a man. Kinlaw looks like he's back to being a good player, the one we saw at South Carolina. So they get that. Nick Bosa, to me, is one of the top defensive linemen in the league. You know, there's no telling what they can do. I, I think this is what sets their team. Look, San Francisco is going to be a good team this year. Let's make no mistake about it. Whatever you think of Trey Lance, he's going to be a good team. They're going to run the ball. We know that. They're going to run the ball. They're going to play action pass. They're going to play great defense. That's a hard, hard, and they've got a good kicker. You add all those factors together, it's a winning formula. I'm not, it's not a playoff winning formula, but it's a winning regular season formula. As a South Carolina alum, I'd like to say this. You may not win championships as a Gamecock, but you're going to get in the weight room. Think about Clowney when he came out, what he looked like, a a physical specimen. When you see Kinlaw, dude, that's one of the most impressive physically. Now, he's had injuries the first couple of years, and this is a big year for him, but he is physically imposing Kinlaw up front. No doubt. No doubt. And look, what are they going to do with Jimmy Garoppolo? I've been told reliably, Patrick, that Uh they're only holding on to Garoppolo because they don't want him to go to Seattle. They know Seattle wants him. 
They know Seattle wants him, and they're only holding on to him because they want to keep him out of Seattle. And there's hope, maybe, down the road, somebody needs a quarterback. But Garoppolo controls this, right? Garoppolo is not going anywhere with $25 million tagging along with him. So unless Don Yee says, I'm willing to redo my contract, the 49ers have no leverage here. Now, if there's an opening quarterback job and somebody wants to sign him, say Cleveland called and said, hey, we'll trade you. You're the starter for this year. I'm sure you would agree. But other than that, they're holding on to him just to, just to make it difficult for Seattle. Because remember, in week two, they play Seattle. So here's the question. Rubber hits the road. Do they cut him or do they keep yes. him? Yes, they cut him. They cut him. They have to. They can't carry 25 They million. have to. They have to. Yeah, that's and been Seattle propaganda that. from the owner. Yeah. I mean, yep. Seattle knows that. I know that. Bella knows that. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Shout to Bella. Hey, should the, should the 49ers be your your um, NFC West divisional favorites? Because right now they're your second betting favorites at plus 150. Just 20 cents off of the Rams at plus 130. I mean, I think it's worth a play. I do. I think they're a good team. I really do. Now, Remember, what hesitates me why there was a pause, which in betting, I think whenever you hear a pause concern, is that Kyle hasn't been great without Jimmy. I mean, he hasn't been great without Jimmy. As much as everybody hates Jimmy, they, Kyle's winning records, he's three games below 500 as a head coach. It would be worse if it wasn't for Jimmy. The irony that Kyle Shanahan's reputation as far as winning football games is tied to Jimmy Garoppolo. Because frankly, without Jimmy G, Kyle Shanahan does not win football games. That's not me bashing him. That's not me saying no, he's fact. not brilliant. That's just factual. You can go ahead and look it up. That's a great point that you bring up about Jimmy G, who somehow is just completely forgotten. I think they're, they're gonna, like you said, they're gonna have to cut him and he's gonna be fair game. Vinny Maliulo is gonna join us next from behind the book there at the South Point here on the Lombardi line. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we couldn't be more excited. The VSEN Pro Football Betting Guide is out right now. This year's guide is packed with Super Bowl and playoff predictions, season win total bets for every team. They've got tiered as far as regular season wins as well. Best way to bet rookie quarterbacks, plus a bookmaker breakdown of what futures the public and respected bettors are making. Remember, the only way to get access this year, this is different, so you have to pay attention to the betting guides, including college, is to become a VSEN All Access subscriber. The guide, I'm, I have to tell you, this is me speaking, is information you have to have as a better. If you're going to make money this year, go get these guides. Trust me. You're going to save a bunch of cash right now. It's $175. That's 50% off. So go vcin.com slash subscribe. Again, we have options over there as far as monthly subscriptions. My advice would be pay the 175 bucks and thank us later. Because remember, this information, including Point Spread Weekly, which is going to be involved in this, drops every Wednesday, is going to go through the Super Bowl. vcin.com slash subscribe. The, the Pro Football Betting Guide is 110 plus page. Before we say hi to Vinny Maliulo, we welcome you back and welcome a new week of the Lombardi line right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. The offshore book tonight that I was looking at earlier that was a little steeper on the first half has gone Niners laying three and a half in the first half. Trey Lance, your buddy, Michael's close to Pat McAfee, he's reporting Trey Lance is going to play the whole entire first half in Houston tonight. So. Do you want to react to I that? I thought so. I thought so. I mean, I said in the other block, I think he has to play. It makes sense to me. You know, I think they, they're going to get him ready to go. They got to get him going, get him some reps, get him some confidence to go in there. It's, you just, it's hard to put a guy on the field in a game. And I, well, they're playing the Bears, no big deal. No, no. Why are they playing Trey Lance? Here's why they're playing Trey Lance. Because the fronts and the coverages that he's going to see in this game, although they're basic, will be the same fronts and coverages he's going to see in Chicago. So it gives him a chance to practice against the stuff he's going to see at, at speeds that are different levels. And it gives you a ton of coaching tape to look at if you're Kyle Shanahan to say, okay, here, they're in this over front. Here's what they like to do. Here's how they stem. It's going to be the same concepts. So it's really important. It's the perfect game for the 49ers to play to launch them into Chicago. Yep. It's ironic that you kind of 
intimated you thought you'd see a lot of Lance. And then, you know, McAfee's as tied in as anybody. He says you're going to see him for the full first half. So important to note. Okay, we slow rolled the big guy, the Hall of Famer, Vinny Maliulo from behind the book there at the South Point. And as we say hi to Vinny, it's always great to see you. The the information that we just laid out is why as a bookmaker, hmm. booking the preseason is part of my language, a pain in the ass. Hi, Ben. <laughs> what do you say, fellas? Good to be with you, Patrick, Michael. Me um, too. And I, based on, on what you guys were just talking about is important. Right? You try to garner as much information as you can, and particularly from the coaches and what the strategy is. Here's uh, here's something that's unique. When you look at this, this game, you're talking about uh, the game compared to the first half. So, uh, the Niners pretty, you know, back and forth uh, on the three in terms of the game. But in the first half, they're four-point favorite. Why is that? Because of what you just said, and people are anticipating the fact that, uh, you know, that Lance is going to play and, and that they that they want to, you know, take this. If, if he's playing, so the rest of the ones are probably going to be playing too, right? They're not going to take a chance uh, with uh, uh, certainly the threes and fours in uh, in the first half. Uh, so it more of a uh, a rush on the Niners for the first half in this game. Typically, you'll see uh, you won't see uh, a, a first half higher than a game in general during a regular season, right? But uh, this being the preseason and based on uh, what Kyle Shanahan has uh, has laid out is the reason for the difference here. Yeah, and, and I mean, look, it's it makes sense, and you know, I mean, Houston's going to play their. They're trying to play their guys. I mean, they can't put Davis Mills, especially with this front. Now, I don't think Armstead will play as much or some of their starting defense, but they have good backup defensive linemen, which is mm-hmm. going to put pressure on Mills as well. So, you know, I, I think in this game, as we tune into Amazon for the first time, Patrick, you know, yes. I think it should be an entertaining game. I mean, we'll get to see the crew. I think the Bears down there doing the I think they're all down there. Okay, two things. One, you mentioned, I think the Texans' defensive front might be the strength of that team. I was digging through them. First off, they've got 11 sacks and, and, and 16 pressures in the preseason, and they're not playing all their vets, Michael. So maybe a strength there. And then secondly, yes, Vinny and Michael, we're going to get, if you have Amazon Prime, remember, that's the only way you can watch Thursday Night Football this year. Michael, your thoughts on Michaels and Herb Street teaming up together. That's a pretty good crew, No. Well, I mean, it'd be entertaining. We'll see if we keep it on the volume the whole year. I don't know how long that's going to last. I, I, I did that, that on purpose but, to you. I did yeah, that on I don't purpose know how to long you. That's going to last, but we'll, we'll we'll go with it. You know, I, I'm open minded. I did. I got to put the TV. The TV just came, Vinny, outside, so I'm going to get that set up today. Will there so be also have... be a, an additional feed uh, of uh, Maher and Lombardi uh, as well for an, an alternate choice uh, for yeah, listeners? I love you, that. We love we could that. have some fun with it. We could. I. Uh, Vinny, just so you know, I like to troll Michael with the announcers, so that's the reason I asked him if he's excited. <laughs> uh, so we, we, conti- we continue. Um, the other matchup, and again, sometimes these are easy to diagnose as far as line movement. You know, Rodgers is going to play. Most likely not going to see a ton of Mahomes. So we saw that number flip. And right now I've got Green Bay at Kansas City laying a point and a half too, Vin. Yeah, uh, Packers. Uh, we actually had uh, the Packers higher on the opener. Uh, at three, and uh, they, oh, t- really? they took it. Yeah, so I mean, we we put these up uh, late Monday. So uh, again, still trying to garner what the what the coaching philosophy is going to be. Now you're going to see, in most cases, right? Uh, you're going to see some uh, uh, starters here in week three, which is uh, you know the the last uh, sort of dress rehearsal for the season. Some some cases you're not going to see uh, some start. I mean, when you look at, uh, for instance. Uh, uh, the Cowboys game. I mean, the, the Cowboys are, are now a seven-point dog at home, so that tells you a lot yeah. as to what uh, you know their their mindset is uh, uh, for tomorrow night's game as well. So, of course, uh, they had an injury uh, this week too. A tight end, uh, uh, you know, went out and uh, probably won't be uh, won't be back before uh, if you know if they get to the postseason. So, I think you have a situation here where you start looking at these numbers. We're we're going to see overall more starters. In, uh, in this uh, uh, last preseason week, um, you'll see a bit more action as well because of that, but also because, and I know uh, just to kind of uh, foreshadow it a little bit, probably our next segment, Patrick, uh, you know, with college football starting on Saturday, you're going to see a lot of uh, crossover play between uh, week three here and uh, of, of the preseason to uh, uh, the first week of college football. 
Yeah, the Cowboys are hoping the clock never stops running when they play Seattle. You yeah, know, they just right. hope that clock runs the entire time. And yep. Seattle is going to use Drew Locke as, in this game as a kind of a test. And Cal- Dallas won't play anybody. Dallas is in full retreat mode in this game. Just get the game over with. Yep. And I think, like, the Rams-Bengals game, uh, what, Saturday night, you know, the Rams and the Bengals practice against one another, so you know their guys aren't going to play. The Bills-Panthers, Josh Allen's already decided he's not playing. Baker Mayfield's not playing. Do we see Sam Darnold in the game I don't know how much of the offensive line plays I think that's the challenge this week I I, I know sharp betters love preseason I, I I obviously I'm not a sharp better because I don't like the pre it's too hard to predict sharp betters it's, like the preseason when they get the information Michael that uh, of of exactly what the coaches intend to do and certainly that's uh you know, uh, and that's important, right? We, we try to get uh, that information as well. And you pay attention to those sound bites. Sometimes those 15-minute uh, sound bites by the coaches are, uh, are, are, are invaluable. So, but you can look at these numbers and how they've moved or not moved in some cases. I mean, really, you know, to the Patriots-Raiders game uh, has really not uh, moved that much at all, just a half a point. I mean, the Raiders are one-point favor. We opened them at one and a half. So, you know, you, you're kind of getting an idea of, uh, you know, by now, particularly here we are on Thursday for this week, and everybody knows that for the most part, some, uh, most, a lot of starters are going to play. And you also know the situations, like you mentioned, Michael, uh, very accurately, uh, where to, uh, in the case of the Cowboys, where no starters are going to be involved. Yeah, I don't know what the Ra- what the Patriots will do. I think the Raiders feel like they've had two good days of work, and they play the Patriots later in the season, but they still play them. I think the I think the Patriots might play Mac Jones maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. I doubt, I don't know if he will, but typically Bill's modus operandi has been if you play well, if you play in these two days, which they've had a lot of good work, then you're not going to play in the game. And let's just get the clock going and moving and see, get on to something else. So, you know, this is different for every team I think as you go through it yeah by the way no surprise here boys and Michael Lombardi this will surprise you the least but your boy Tom Brady like two days ago was listening to Bob Marley and drinking cocktails out of a coconut and he's gonna start on Saturday in Indy so he's already back (laughs) on the horse no surprise yeah I mean he probably you know he wants to get his reps going he wants to get his timing I don't think he'll play much hey they got to be concerned where are they on that offensive line I think that's something to watch in this preseason game in week three before they go to Dallas to open up the season how is that offensive line coming together with all these injuries yeah, that's a that's a, a point note uh, uh, worth watching. I think Michael, right? Because they have this game here with Indy. I think their first two games are on the road, right? After they play yeah. Dallas, I think they go to uh, to New Orleans, right? Where they've during the past couple of regular seasons have struggled. I think the key is uh, you hit on a key point. Yes, B- Tom Brady is Tom Brady, but that offensive line is is has incurred a lot of injuries as we've seen during the course of this preseason. Yep. And we can tell you Tampa is laying a point and a half there in Dallas. Is, is there, has there ever been an offseason with worse vibes than what surrounds the Cowboys right now, Michael? I mean, they came, they're coming off a 12-win no. campaign where it, it's just it, it, constant it feels, negativity. It, it, if it wasn't for the great seat, and we know the Cowboys are high, low, high, low. Wide receiver, quarterback, running back matchups, a great prop posted there at the South Point next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, be a good friend over at BetMGM. If you have a friend who loves sports as much as you do, here's a chance for both of you to earn $50 in bonuses when they sign up through BetMGM's state-of-the-art refer-a-friend program. Just sign up right now at BetMGM. Click on the refer-a-friend program. You'll see it. It's easy to find to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account. When they do, and they do, you get 50 bucks. He or she gets 50 bucks. Everybody's good to go. It's an awesome offer. Refer a friend over at BetMGM right now. Remember, 21 years or older. And if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, just a couple. We're going to get to week zero coming up in two days. Remember when Vinny Maliula was on the show and I was talking about my New Mexico State Aggies and he was condescending. I'll just call it downright disrespectful when I said I bet him at 12 at open 13. Well, now it's, it's dipped below doubles. Nevada's laying nine eight and a half at a couple of shops on the road at New Mexico. I'm not bitter. We'll come to that in just a little bit. Of course, Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Vinny Maliulo. No, you don't get a chance to defend yourself, Vinny. You're um, always better. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Michael, as we come back, just a quick update for you. Then I want to get to these props that the South Point hung, which is kind of fun as far as the matchups. Um, yeah, so again, right now, a, a point and a half at Green Bay. I just question for you before we get to Vinny. Your expectations for Rodgers today, how many is it a is it a first half thing? Is it a first quarter thing? Is it three series? What do you expect? I think Michael has having a hard time hearing us here. Oh, I yeah, heard you. I, think, I thought you were asking Vinny that question. Oh, no, I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry, Michael. Uh, I, are I thought, you what's your expect, I, I expectations? Expect- uh, I would expect him to play two, two series, three, uh, just to kind of get some rhythm, get him, get him going. I think it's important that he gets some reps with Dobbs and some of these young receivers. Yeah. So I, I think it's more of a one, you know, one or two, you know, depending on how long the series goes, right? Uh, you know, three plays and out. That's not, you know, that's not enough time. So it's never about. It's about how many plays. I think he's going to get between fifteen and twenty plays. Okay. That's the answer I needed. Exactly. Okay. South Point, Vin, great job with these props, quarterback matchups, running back matchups, wide receiver matchups. What can we get here as a better? Uh, So uh, head to head, these are head to heads this year uh, for uh, particular players. I mean, people love fantasy football. So, you know, it's, it's a a, a little uh, hybrid of some fantasy here, but you're basically playing uh, quarterbacks against quarterbacks. We've got running back matchups, uh, as well as wide receiver and tight end matchups. So uh, let's uh, get to the two guys that uh, really uh, mean uh, mean probably the most to, to the point spreads, and that's uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Who's going to throw the most touchdown passes during this upcoming regular season? We made it pick them. Uh, again, you, you decide which one, and uh, so far the betters have decided Tom Brady. Uh, vacation uh, last week and uh, revamped <laughs> offensive line and all. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, my ties into coconuts, as you put it uh, uh, in the previous segment, uh, doesn't matter. Tom Brady uh, receiving the action there. Uh, another one that's received action, Kirk Cousins and uh, versus Lamar Jackson. And we had Cousins as the favorite here uh, at two and a half. 
And he's hoping to pick them. When we say pick them, uh, that would be minus uh, 110 to both sides. Uh, they've laid uh, Kirk Cousins uh, over Lamar Jackson. He's now uh, a three-touchdown favorite to throw the most uh, ones there, uh, most touchdowns there. And, again, uh, these are up uh, on uh, Twitter. Chris Andrews uh, put it out. I retweeted it. These went up uh, about uh, a day and a half ago, Tuesday evening. And uh, you'll see uh, plenty of plenty of good matchups. Uh, Patrick Mahomes against Justin uh, Herbert. Uh, Josh Allen and Matthew Stafford. Dak Prescott and Joe Burrow uh, is uh, an interesting one. Our, our own Derek Carr against Russell Wilson. These are all pick them. Mac Jones against uh, Tua Tagovailoa. And uh, Kyler Murray versus Matt Ryan. Let's start with your first one, Vinny. Brady threw for 1,200 more yards than Rodgers last year. Mm-hmm. What does that really mean? You know, it doesn't mean Brady's a better thrower or more accurate, any of that. It just means that the preponderance of offense is going to be more passing in the Bucks' offense than it was in the Packer offense because the Packers have two good running backs. We know this, mm-hmm. right? So they're, they're going to feature a little bit more of the run. So when you go with Brady on the 43 touchdowns that he had last year compared to Rodgers's, what do you have, like 37? 37, yeah. I think – yeah, I mean, I think that's that's why you're there, because he's throwing it a little bit more for more yards. Now, I think you're nervous about the young receivers for Green Bay, because if they get the line squared away for Tampa, he'll still throw the ball. And without Bruce Arians in there, Brady will throw it and get rid of the ball quickly, because they may struggle to run block with the new line. Yeah, and then you also have to wonder if Rob, but, you know, on the, on the flip side, Michael, too, uh, you know, without Devontae Adams, is there more of a reliance on uh, some uh, uh, shorter uh, plays near the goal line uh, out of, for uh, players out of the backfield, right? So, yeah. you know, that's a, that's something that, uh, you know, we uh, we give uh, people the opportunity. And they've handicapped it, uh, to your point. They've handicapped it exactly uh, as you've uh, broken it down so far in favor of Brady right now. But, uh, again, there's uh, I think we'll see quite a bit of action this weekend with the, the, the folks here uh, for college football this weekend and then uh, uh, leading up right to uh, the first week of the NFL. You know, when you well, get, get to the that. red zone, when you get into Go the ahead. red no, zone, please. Uh, uh, it's so what, what happens when you get in the red zone, the, obviously the field's condensed, right? It's hard. There's the spacing is tighter. You got to try to run the ball in the red zone. And when you have Aaron Jones on your team, you know, where he's so multidimensional, you can utilize him. Mm-hmm. I think Tanyan being back will certainly help them in the red zone. And I know this, knowing quarterbacks like Brady and Rogers, they're only thrown to the guys they trust especially in the red zone, because they know a turnover down there is disastrous. And so can I trust Watson to run the right route? Can I trust Dobbs to run the right route? I think Rodgers knows who he can trust, and I think he'll go with it. Well, the one thing about Cousins, I will say this, Michael, so O'Connell from the Rams to the Vikings, throwing the football accounted for 80% of the Rams' touchdowns last year. Now, yeah. Again, that's mostly McVay, but I'm just, they I'm just throwing Dalvin it out there Cook, when you're talking. You know, they, they don't have Dalvin Cook, which helps a little that's bit, when you're, or, or Madison, to run the ball. So, you know, but your point is well taken. I mean, here's the issue, is if you're not physical up front and you can't really run it, you got to figure out a way to move the defense and throw it. And with accuracy like Stafford has and Rodgers and Brady's has, those tight windows you can hit. Week zero, Vin, I want to make sure we get the updated prices and handle in here. You've got seven games. Make sure you check out the College Football Guide before betting these. I joked with you about New Mexico State and Nevada. I'm assuming the headliner here for you is Northwestern Nebraska. Is that where we want to start there? Yeah, that's uh, that's first game, uh, 9.30 Pacific. Uh, the game, remember, in Dublin, Ireland, right? And uh, Nebraska, a 13-and-a-half-point uh, favorite, which is up <laughs> – why not? Uh, uh, up I mean, 12 Vinny, and a half. why wouldn't we go to Ireland to have a game? Of I mean, course. seriously, why wouldn't we? I mean, <laughs> if not now, when? I mean, <laughs> the field will be lush. Don't you think so, Patrick? I mean, that oh, field's going to be green. Be it's going to be would gorgeous. It be, would it be absolutely insane if they played on turf? Would it be unbelievable? Like, seriously. V- Vinny, Vinny's going to eat some lucky charms to start his morning I don't think on there Saturday. is any ahead, uh, artificial turf in Ireland. I, I, don't, I don't think it's allowed. Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> think true, so. true, probably. How's um, the handle, though, overall? Handle's been great, but uh, you know, and again, you've got Saturday, uh, uh, this Saturday with uh, the uh, the uh, uh, eight games, uh, seven games. I'll ask you guys which uh, which game you guys think is going to have the most handle this week. And again, that one starts UNLV, at UNLV Idaho State. UNLV Idaho State. I mean, UNLV's a twenty and a half point favorite. If they don't win that game, all hell's going to break loose. Uh, you know, the I'll, I'll give you the answer. Will be, 
Go it's ahead. easy. It's Vandy, Hawaii, 1030 Michael's time, 730 our time, West Coast. That's going to be it. Everybody's going to be chasing late at night there, Vin. Everybody. Well, Hawaii's going to out. No question. That is exactly the right answer for this week. And, and the Hawaii game next week. Those Hawaii games early in the season uh, as the uh, the get out or gravy game, you know, always talk about the Sunday night game being the uh, the G game, right? The, either, if you had a great day, then it's the gravy game. If you had a, a, a <laughs> subpar day, then it's the get out game. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's the same thing here with Hawaii. Uh, and by the way, Vandy now uh, up to uh, a lot of money this week on Vandy. Kind of went back and forth between six and a half and seven. We opened at six uh, uh, early on. Again, these have been up for uh, a few months now. Uh, that game's up to eight with uh, Vandy favored. But uh, you'll see uh, you'll see some eventual support for uh, for Hawaii for sure. But, Vinny, this is why the guide's so important. Utah State, Connecticut. Now, you know, Jimmy Moore Jr. comes in to take over Connecticut's program, you know, and he's what opens up as a 20, a four touchdown dog to Utah State. I know they're playing in Logan and it's altitude and all that, but that line has kind of shifted to Connecticut. But I don't know why. You know, I don't know why. I haven't studied enough of Utah State to know that. I know Connecticut typically was a play against them all the time, but not at 28 points. I don't think you can. No, I mean, listen, if you're uh, if you if you start a game and you've got a four touchdown cushion, uh, whether yeah, as a better. Uh, yeah, I mean, this really has not moved that much. though. I mean, we're hovering right around 27, 28. So it's not like this game has had. Uh, a whole lot of action so far, probably the least amount uh, so far. But again, that's uh, that's going to change. Go check out the guide, the college football betting guide. Of course, the NFL guide drops today. Become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. I can tell you the guide is down on Hawaii. You can check it out as to why. The Hall of Everybody Famer, is. Vinny Maliulo. Everybody is, yes, I know. Vinny, it's great to see you, buddy. Thank Good you very much. Good to be with you guys. Thanks, Vinny. Appreciate you, see Vinny. See you, fellas. Okay, finally, I get to talk. I didn't even text him about it. Michael Lombardi was in attendance. Joint practices, the Patriots, Raiders. Takeaways next here on the Lombardi Line. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.